Parental discretion advised. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Geo's Passion, where some of the names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. What's up, Geo's Passion Posse? GPP in the place to be. I'm bringing you this podcast from our new GPP studios in Wesley Chapel, Florida. Welcome to Geo's Passion. My name is Jack and I am your host. Well, I gotta say it, I got the greatest news on earth. We have officially done it. We have reached over 1,000 followers and subscribers and 50 episodes. I couldn't have done it without you, GPP, the Geo's Passion Posse. Uh, with our last podcast episode called Real Women Talk, Real Woman Talk, not TikTok BS with uh, B, it pushed us over the threshold. Again, I'd like to thank B for taking time out of her busy schedule to collaborate with me and send a strong message that things can be done. It just takes some work. Now, remember, my goal of 2,000 followers and subscribers, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'm not there yet, all right? But it's starting to look closer to me than, you know, way back when, when I started episode one, okay? So let's push. Let's keep it growing. Let's share the podcast link with your friends, your family, your social media, all right? Don't forget to follow and subscribe to my podcast no matter what listening platform you're on. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I currently have 1,017. Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse to take over the airways how do you do that how do you become a member how do you become geo's passion posse it's free all you got to do is sign up you become a member of the gpp geo's passion posse by signing up at www.geospassion.com g-i-o-s-p-a-s-s-i-o-n.com geospassion.com and filling out the simple information put your email there boom i'll notify you when new episodes come out polls and other activities all right you're right, right on the main page. It's going to say um, sign here for GPP or G- join GPP here. Yep, that's it. That's all you have to do. So, all right. Well, I hope you're all doing well. And this blistering heat of August is upon us. Um, you know, uh, prayers for Hawaii. They, man, I saw some video and some pictures the other day. And, you know, you used to see the fires in California. But for some reason, it seems like Hawaii, I mean, the fires just, you know, carried over everything. It's like there was no gap, no, you know, and I, I understand the, the island's small, but man, it was, it was crazy. So, you know, let's uh, keep them in the prayers. Um, I wanted to check in with you and see how you're all doing. I'm still working hard and busting my ass, making money to accomplish my recent goals that I have set, you know, to get more property and to keep true to my New Year's uh, motivation video. For those of you who do not know, I do have a YouTube channel called Geo's Passion. <laughs> Just Google it. Um, if not, the link is going to be in the description for this podcast. And, um, you know, I remain steadfast. It, it, it's tough. And, and I, like I spoke a couple of episodes in the past, you know, there's sometimes you're just tired. You're just like, you know what? I don't want to do this crap anymore. I really don't want to be bothered. But you keep on doing it. You carry through and you make it happen. So. Now, today's episode is going to take a little bit of a twist. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the level of friendships that start out innocent and end up being either a clusterfuck of emotions and anger or lust and sensual passion to last some time. (laughs) So like I got to say to you, without further ado, let's go! Come on. Yeah, 
you, buddy. You're about to enter another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land of imagination. Next stop, the Twilight Zone. Let's go, come on. <laughs> so for those of you that have seen the Twilight Zone, you know the show was way before its time. Um, fast forward to 2023, and it seems like reality has become crazier than the Twilight Zone, especially the reality of dating and relationships in 2023. I recently polled single people in Tampa Bay area on what their minimum would be in dating a person these days, and I don't know if this is a standard, but it was a good conversation starter. I'll have that poll for you in the next segment. But one thing came out of that poll. Now, I was able to have a conversation with one of the female poll participants, and this was some of the conversation. Now, I've shortened it, I've shortened it for context, but um, it's, it's very informative, and, and you'll, you'll see the, what I mean by that. So, me, what is your age range? Her, for older men, I try to stay in the 10-year mark. For younger men, I like to stay in the 7-year mark. She added, remember, guys are most likely to mature in thinking or acting, also known as behavior, after women do. Me, true. Men, uh, men also reach status the older they get due to work, investments, etc. That's what makes older men more attractive because they have their stuff together at a level where they become the desired one. Her, sometimes, but some guys have their shit together by their 40s. Also, some women don't want to become a stepmom or babysit some man's kid. That truly came out of left field. I was like, damn, where the hell is she taking this one from? So, But uh, I'm glad she brought it up because to this lady, an older man is someone in their 50s and above. To me as a guy, an older, an older man would be someone in his early 40s who's finally established. You know, you've been at work 20 years maybe, you know, 15 years, and, and you know, you're uh, maybe lower management, middle management, or, or you're just, you know, uh, still doing what you did from day one, but you're making money, commission, and stuff like that. So, you know, to me, it's, it's early 40s. Uh, once you start hitting that, you, you become more desirous. Now, she assumed that men in their 40 don't have school-aged children. Okay, remember, this is 2023, um, where a portion of women are having children in, later in their life due to finally being settled at work or starting a new relationship or they just got divorced. You know what I'm saying? So these women, they're having new relationships. They're getting divorced and stuff like that. So what are they doing? They're starting families. They're starting new families. And they could be empty nesters, you know, like in the sense of they had a kid when they were 15. The kids graduated, has their own kids and stuff like that. But what do they do? Now they're starting a new relationship, a new family with a new dude. So, you know, and, and these guys are 40 and these women are 40. So, you know, hey. Um, and if they break up now, you're dating him who's in his forties, who's got young kids because his girl, his wife or whatever the hell it was before wanted to have a, a family at that age. So now that showed a different mindset between men and women. And I wonder how many other women think that older men are the ones closer in retirement age and not just in adulthood. So that's the thing, you know, how many women out there think, oh yeah, if the guy's in the fifties, sixties, seventies, or, you know, then they're older men. Not thinking maybe, you know, late 30s, early 40s uh, are older men because they, they, they've gone through, you know, uh, numerous years at a job. They, they're established. They got a house. They got a mortgage. They got cars, you know, and, and, and they're doing good. They got money in the bank. They got money in the pension stuff like that. So, you know, but my response is I currently travel and do what I want. When you have to watch little kids or you're dating someone with little kids, it becomes very restrictive. She said, yes, exactly. But also keep in mind the people who are so attached to their kids 
any age, even adult children, children that they compromise all relationships to cater to their kids. For parents, I get it. Your kid will always come first. But women and men sometimes hold on to that umbilical cord forever and won't allow their kids to grow up and become adults. That's a problem. So I thought that was a, a new and fresh perspective that came from her. I had not heard about that from many of, you know, the dating sites, the YouTube channels, the Instagrams, the and stuff like that. So that's very, very, very interesting point and something new that's not discussed. So the dependency or attachment in a relationship by adult men and women to their parents, either due to emotional or financial dependency. And I'm not talking about a guy or a girl who's taking care of their parents because they're old and stuff like that. I'm talking about dependency like you're 30, you're 40, you're 50, your parents are, you know, are healthy, strong and stuff like that. But, um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm from a Hispanic family, you know, and, and, and Sundays, you know, were very important. We used to always go to, the, you know, mom's house and eat dinner and stuff like that. That's not a dependency. A dependency is like when, like, legit everything you do, every minute of the day you got to spend with them, even as you're an adult and you have no time to yourself, causing you to not have uh, successful or uh, beneficial relationships with other people, whether friends, uh, you know, male or female. You know, same sex, different sex. It doesn't matter that that dependency um, for the family and, you know, or not the family, but for the parents and stuff like that causes you to have such a, um, you know, a uh, uh, emotional or financial dependency causes you to have that that time away from normal life and interacting with other people that, you know, now if you're going to try to get into a relationship or, or a special friendship or something like that, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. Now, due to her giving this information, I started to put together notes on a topic for a later episode. So I thank you for the ideas and the information because that's that's something that um that I haven't heard spoken about. And, and hopefully I can expand on that in uh, upcoming episodes. So let's continue. Me. I agree. I'm old school, so both of my boys are on their own, handling their own business. My son will come back home after he graduates from college. That way he can get a job in his field. But other than that, I'm free to do what I want. I'm taking trips in the next couple of months just to relax. I work hard. I play hard. I have no limitations due to attachments or dependencies of any kind for anyone or from anyone. So when it comes to going out and taking trips, to me, women have to have their own money and their own time. Because unless we're in a real serious relationship... I'm not paying for your trip. I'm not paying for your trip. All right. That's the current mindset of many men. And it's getting stronger as dating and relationships evolve due to social media influences, especially in 2023. And that's why if you're not going to be a person who completes me, like in Jerry Maguire, remember, you complete me. Oh. <laughs> I just can't deal with you. I just can't deal with you. So she said, correct. Also consider the woman's point of view. Now, this this. This is tricky. If I'm paying for my half of whatever, then there should be no assumption that the guy slash companion is entitled to sex or indication that there is any sort or type of relationship other than friend. So she took it there. All right. She took it there. Um, that's the problem. Often people make assumptions that by catching a lunch together, that means more than it is. It's not correct. Guys and chicks, she used chicks, I didn't use chicks, so don't shout me out. Guys and chicks can have a platonic relationship. And I replied, I, applied, I replied, I agree. But there are times when you have a platonic friendship and it becomes romantic because you're spending a lot of time with each other. That's when it's the time to have a different conversation. And she ended it with, absolutely. 
So it was very, very, very interesting. You know, it was good to have this short interview and interaction, and it was fun and informative. You know, and this is the type of things I've been telling you guys and gals and and Geospassion and GPP. You know, we can have this conversation, and I'll put it up on the. Uh, you know, I'll read it on the um, on the air, and um, and let everybody know, let the audience know, this is the interactions, this is the mindset of the people that I'm talking to. So this interaction was fun. It was it was informative. It shows how you know what's not portrayed on social media um, today, or, or what's portrayed on social media doesn't relate to real women in real life. You know, uh, real women in real life have a different mindset, and some of the concerns they have and the feelings they express in real life are totally opposite of that from um, you know from TikTok, from Instagram, from YouTube, and from and stuff like that. So. Now, she did touch on the topic of today, friends. And shout out to Biz Markey, uh, who way back in 1989 knew that if she says he's just a friend, he's not. <laughs> oh, baby, you. You got what I need. And she says he's just a friend. And she says he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. <laughs> So that's okay, though. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. She says he's just a friend. That's all right. You know, though, you got to think because as we know from the 80s and now in the 2023, things have changed, but not that much. Players going to play. Players going to play. The only thing is social media has given women the freedom to open up and become leading players. The men are not playing as much as they used to. The women are the players nowadays, okay? And they've been looking for this permission for a long time. And now they're in the position to make the rules. As the young lady previously said, if I'm paying for my half of whatever, then there should be no assumption that the guy slash companion is entitled to sex or an indication that there is any sort or type of relationship other than friends remember she took it there so i agree with her you know to a certain extent when we go out as friends i'm not paying for your anything unless i want to out of the kindness of my heart but at least in this position we are friends now take that to dating where we are getting to know each other and have no expectations should i still pay for your meal should i pay for your drinks or anything else whether it be a date just getting to know each other or even going out as first time friends nope 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 don't pay i'm not paying you shouldn't pay either because again we don't know each other there's no expectation of anything let's each individual let each individual cover their own cost later in time if things run out i mean if things turn out as expected there'll be plenty of opportunity to pay you know what i'm saying shane with baby <laughs> Now, the young lady also implied that if guys pay for lunch, he's getting some ass. Now, we all know that if a lady is getting to know you and is really feeling you, you're at least getting some kissing, hugging, cuddling, or grinding on the first date, whether you pay or not. And sometimes you're getting ass. But if that same lady isn't interested in you, you can pay, an ex- pay for an expensive meal. You can pay for wine. You can have steak and lobster, and she will thank you with either a handshake or a kiss on the cheek. If any thanks at all. So that's why I believe if you're not into being in a relationship, being friends is a great thing. And you're saying being friends is a great thing. What, what the hell are you talking about? But not friends like the let's go see Barbie together. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. No, not that. More like I'm your friend. Let's Netflix and chill. And as in previous episodes, I've talked about cuffing, situationship, and other type of statuses. But the undercover friend is the best. 
That's the friend that hangs out with you in public and no one even has a clue that you two are intimate with each other. You don't ignore the people in your group and you don't overly show kindness or affection. You don't post anything on social media of your location or your activities and any photo that you take are for each other's enjoyment only. You'll eventually post those individual location or food photos on Facebook and Instagram later in the future when no record of you two being there together is present. You've never met any one of their family members, and they've never met yours. And you two can disappear without anyone being the wiser. Now, when done right, this is great. <laughs> but I got to tell you, when this shit is done wrong, where people know your family, they know your relationship status, or they are close part of you like a neighbor co-worker or you're in a group or club together then that's when things go wrong being a friend quote-unquote friend when everyone knows almost everything about you doesn't work because though you act like there's no emotion involved everyone around you can see it they can see you with that little googly eyes oh my god oh him no no it's okay no no uh, or her? Oh, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. No, no, she's smiling and laughing at me because, you know, we, we, we had a joke. It was funny together. Yeah, right. You can be separated in a crowded room, but the magnetic attraction and vibes that you two are giving off is more obvious than a dog with fleas scratching itself. Now, as in the Twilight Zone entrance, when you have that special friendship, if you don't care about who knows in your environment, then that's okay. Remember, people will talk. They see things, say things, you know, they think that when they say, you know, if you see something, say something, it means about this too. No, but it doesn't mean about this, but they're going to talk, you know, and they'll make things up too. They'll be like, oh, did you see? Oh, did you hear? Oh my goodness. Yeah. But let them talk. Remember, if you're comfortable with showing PDA, also known as public displays of affection, and that's all there is, let them talk. If it becomes deeper, then you'll have to have that conversation as previously stated. There will be secrecy and privacy and you'll know who's qualified to be that undercover friend based on their actions after that conversation of a status change among you two. But only you two are going to know that status change. OK, you two are going to know, hey, this is what's going on. This is my feeling and this is what's going on. And you're going to be like, oh, man, is it true? And cherish the love we have. We should cherish the love we live. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. See, a little bit of um, cool in the gang. Cherish. <laughs> no, but it's true. You're going to have that special um, conversation with that person and let them know, hey, this is what's going on. This is changing. What's up? You'll know if that person has the wherewithal to be a special and undercover friend who can enjoy you and you can enjoy them. Remember, you might be given information by someone who is testing you to see if you qualify for a chance to be a special friend. And if you fail, you might have lost out on an opportunity of a lifetime and never get that opportunity or chance again. Because remember, what happens behind people's closed doors are crazy, emotional, and submissive due to the secrecy, privacy, and respect between you two that takes place. Anything from blindfolds and tying up a willing partner to making love by kissing and tasting every part of each other's body until the desire for sex and love making is dripping from both of you like honey from a bee's nest. Whew, wow, okay. <laughs> 
Now, this is a true experience and statement. And I hope one day you get to experience the feeling of reaching mutual pleasure in life, love, and happiness. I'm able to give these vague examples because they happened way in the past. The authors, the authorizers, the authors have given me permission to mention the events and to show you the possibilities when done right. But remember, though the Geo's passion motto is some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent, I'm not mentioning any names or pseudonyms. I'd rather mention the friendly activities that will make you think, hmm, I want a friend like that. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> Let's go, baby. So, you know, it's poll time. This leads to the uh, poll question that I put on social media for singles in the Tampa Bay area. Let's start number one. Do you prefer to date an older person, a younger person, or age doesn't matter? So, do you prefer to date an older person? 23% said, yep. 14 said younger and 19 said I have a 10 age I have a 10 year age difference either way that I will date age does not matter as much as compatibility 44% had no age preference or requirement so even though 44% had no age preference or requirement number two was many people prefer to date an older person do you think it's because of what the young lady said that they got their shit together. That's why they want to date an older person. That's a possibility. So, hmm, very, very interesting. And, um, you know, those who had that 10-year span, that came in third. So, the older person dating, that's the one. that uh, That's very interesting. Number two, the person I date has to make over $50,000. 1% said that. It doesn't matter how much money that person I'm dating makes. 14% said that. And 85% of you said, I have no salary or pay preference. So again, like some of these, uh, you know, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram things talk about, you know, it shows some of the younger women uh, wanting to make, you know, to have a guy who's making, I don't know, $150,000 a year, 300000 a million and stuff like that, you know. But um, the average male makes $39,000 a year. Average male, $39,000 a year. You know, and for 1% to say the person I date has to make over 50000 that shows that, okay, you know, there's a small percentage that wants, you know, the, the, uh, at a minimum, they have to make 50%. 14% that says that it doesn't matter how much money the person I'm dating makes, that shows huge because that means that they're not there for the money. They're there for, you know, the person, the companion and stuff like that. And then the 85% who had no salary or pay preference, you know, they're like, you can make 50, you can make a million, you can make a hundred. I'm just there to get to know you and to see who you are and what you're about. So that's some good stuff there. Number three, I'm open to kissing, hugging, or cuddling on the first date. Now, 14% said yes. They were open to kissing, hugging, or cuddling on the first date. 85, I mean, 86% weren't open to doing that on the first date. Or they were too shy to say. So that means that 86% of you on a first date, even if you're feeling the person, you won't uh, kiss them, hug them, or cuddle them on the first date, you know, depending what the setting is. Whether it's anything from, you know, from going out to eat to, um, you know, to watching a movie or to, you know, Netflix and chilling, uh, say that you know each other. You know what I'm saying? So 
Uh, number four, I'll only travel up to 45 minutes for a date, 12%. I'll travel over 45 minutes for a date, 3%. And 85% had no preference and depends, you know, and it didn't depend on uh, on the distance. It felt, it depended on the way they felt about the person that they met, you know, online or, or you know, wherever they met them from and, uh, you know, wherever the person traveled to. So, I mean, traveled from. So, again, uh, 85% of them had no preference and it depended on the way they felt about the person. And 12% did say, yeah, I'll travel up to 45 minutes for a date. But only 3% said, I'll travel over 45 minutes for a date. So, yeah. So, I mean, there's got to be plenty of people in the Tampa Bay area that are closer, closer to you, you know, within the 45 minutes, even, uh, you know, 20, half an hour, that you don't have to travel over 45 minutes for a date. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody listening to that. That was, uh, you know, that was very, very informative, you know. And thanks again for that. Yes, Tampa Bay, always participating in my polls. So um, it, it's, it's a great thing. Now, again, I'd like to thank Tampa Bay for the respondents, um, you know, that they, they did on the poll. Um, and some of you did join Geo's Passion Posse. I appreciate you on that, too. Again, like if you, you want to be included in our polls and other activities, sign up to be a part of the Geo's Passion Posse on www.geospassion.com. Don't forget, if you have a good story and would like to be interviewed for the podcast, like B did on the other uh, the episode, or um, like the young lady from the poll who we did a one-on-one, which is great, uh, please reach out to me and we'll collaborate. I want to hear from you. You know, record a greeting on the podcast. There's a link here. As much as you people, you know, record on FaceTime and all this other crap, record me a greeting on the, um, you know, on the link for the podcast. It says send me a message, hit that one, and you can record it off your computer, off your phone, or whatever. Um, you know, if you're listening on Anchor, hit the message tab and record a message. If you're on Spotify, click the episode and right below the green play button, you'll see a tab that says send me a recorded message. And on any other platform, just copy and paste the message link and hit enter. Remember, you don't have to use your real name because in Geo's Passion, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> I appreciate everybody for coming out. And listening to this episode, I thank you because, you know, you guys and gals have made Geo's Passion um, strong. And we're only building and we're getting stronger. So I love you and I appreciate everything that you do. And uh, until the next episode. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode of Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse. Shout out to you guys and gals. Uh, don't forget to follow, subscribe to the podcast, no matter what listening platform you're on. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and many more. Don't forget to follow Geo's Passion on the social media scene with Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and my YouTube videos. I'm working on getting 2,000 subscribers and followers. I am almost there. So hook a brother up, all right? Let's build Geo's Passion and the Geo's Passion Posse together. I thank you all, and remember, like I always say, some names have been changed to protect the innocent and not so innocent. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) I'm Jack. I'm your host, and I'm out. Peace. Woo, let's go. Let's go.